Welcome to the Crap Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. What up? Hey, look. It's the Windy Peppercorn to my squints. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. That was a deep cut. That was a deep cut. I know. I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm really jealous over here. I know. Get, it's, get good, son. I'm sorry it's taken me like years to respond. I'm just like dazed and in wonder. <laughs> All right, uh, it's it's show two of of our two blocks media time. I've been playing the RE4 remake, and I fucking love it. I didn't I didn't play any of the I, I've never played any of the RE games. Not my jam. Fair enough. Uh, I I played it yesterday like it was my job because yeah. you know no football's on. Right. So I literally sat and blazed through like eight chapters of it. Um, you know I have a a son that is not of drinking age yet, but is. Being reintroduced, well, not reintroduced. He's being introduced to all these games that I basically grew up with, and he's like, "You, you play RE4 because nobody, because nobody makes new games anymore. It's right. all rehashes." That being said, I'm having a hell of a good time for a mindless game, Brotato. Okay, it's a you have this little square of space that you could walk around, and it's very small, and enemies spawn, and you shoot them. And then you can get buffs to various things, and it's like you don't have to think. So it's, it's awesome. It's a soul, not a soul like it's a um, roguelike. Not even that, man. Because like roguelike, you know, like makes this idea that it's all like procedurally generated, or whatever. It's literally like a square that's slightly larger than your screen. Oh, okay. That's all of the space that you. Oh, have. wow. It's, okay. Check it out. It's just it. I will. It's just dumb, and it. And it you don't have to have skill. Fair enough. Uh, so right in my wheelhouse. The the stark realization set in last night of when I was playing through RE4. Your Iron Man? That. Mm, but the Tony Stark realization. It had literally been 20 years since I played RE4 because I got it on GameCube for Christmas <laughs> one year and that was 20 years ago when I was so fucking depressed. We old. Oh, God. What do you it mean was, we? Sucked. Josh old. Yeah, I know. Really? Okay. Kind of. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm about to finally finish Act 1 in Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. So that's awesome. And uh, when I'm not doing that, we uh, we just beat uh, It Takes Two. And that I, was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm getting ready to start that with, with a buddy of mine. I'll let you know. Something, something? No, it's a puzzle game where it's like dual split screen where you're like a divorced couple basically and you get turned into a puppet and you've got to figure out challenges of life. That's not the one I thought. Okay. No, it, it it's heavy. Uh, and yeah. honestly, it's... I, I don't know. I'm not going to go into like a whole bunch of like personal stuff, but like we, we've had some like important life conversations because we've been playing this game. Yeah. It's been great. I will tell you with BG three, just uh, don't get your hopes up for the final act. Well, I'm in the look. I'm. Getting, I know you're. I'm getting ready. I to know. go into the mountain pass area. So I guess this is like Act one point five. Yeah, where yeah. I'll be dealing with the creation, all that stuff. And yeah. I couldn't figure out like why does this girl like keep turning on me? It's like oh yeah, because she's like choosing the side of the Githraki against me. So maybe I just leave her at home. And I felt like such an idiot because it took me like three fucking attempts. So like, why am I failing this conversation challenge? And 
Oh yeah, because I just need to leave this person at home. Because you're bad at life, and and you know it's really I'm very bad at BG three. <laughs> which is what is really funny is you didn't play it like right on release release because it took a little bit for it to come to Xbox. Correct. They uh, unhornied all the characters because Lazel was super horny at the very beginning of that game. Would have been a. I, is it possible to still play the game if I don't have? If it can I uninstall the? Da, 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 da. Can I uninstall like certain updates and still play it? I don't know if you can on console or not. Damn it! I know you can on PC. I'm pretty sure but... those days are over. Yeah, of what I know of... what you're talking about. Where those like, I want the pre-patched version of it. Right. So the problem is you you can't just go and get the pre-patched version like you used to, and then like because like the old 360 days, I download the game and just prevent it from updating, and then I'm set. Yep. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, nah, nah, we patched it all. Yeah. You're, you're, you're screwed. I get a physical copy and I like download like the physical disc. copy. What's that? Nobody does that anymore. <laughs> right. it, Sorry. It, it probably doesn't even come with a disc. It Do probably just blue- comes with a download code. Like how long ago? Like remember when the, it's not been too long that that's been happening where you like get the disc and it's literally just the key and it still downloads everything off the freaking internet. Well, it's so, the, God, this is, this is a crazy, crazy scenario. When Overwatch first came out, yep. um, I still had a disk drive in my computer. It was a DVD drive. Ooh. And Amazon had the DVD, in quotation marks, version of Overwatch for like 20 bucks. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll buy that for 20 bucks. Open it up. There's no CD or DVD in there. It's literally a download code. Uh, I'm like, oh, fuck you. But at least you saved so much money. Right. I did. But then I also wasted so much plastic. Well, I didn't. But Blizzard wasted so much plastic. When they literally could have emailed me a fucking code. And meanwhile, you wasted like all sorts of credibility with me because you played Overwatch. Yeah, I know. That's fine. What's Overwatch? Yeah, let's exactly. Uh, so, Wells, we've kind of talked about the saga of the Arche Brewing Company. Oh, we sure have. Out of Akron. Wells has been throwing Shea, if you know what I mean. Oh, hey. my God. And this will be the last time we talk about them. Because Why? Because they're getting ready to go out of business. So oh, Wait, I, that sounds really mean. I'm sorry. It I, does suck. Oh, <laughs> I did it for you. <laughs> so oh, here's the thing: like Arshay so was the one that was going out of was having troubles and started to go fund yourself. Yes, I mean GoFundMe. Yes, right. Yeah, they started the GoFundMe for like three point two million dollars. I mean, hell, Trump's got a GoFundMe right now as well. I mean, so like, <laughs> like, why is this even a surprise? I don't really think that's Trump's GoFundMe. I think it's like somebody in the Trump orbit's GoFundMe. But he does have shoes. No, it's like, no, it's nobody snickers. even right, in his orbit. Me? This was a random person that started it. Can uh, I get some of them gold shoes? Grifter's going to grift. Yeah. Oh, you damn right. Because GoFundMe, you get to keep whatever it is. No yeah, however what. much you make. Dang. Well, the good news is, well, the good news is. The good news is we can stop talking about the our news <laughs> The news is uh, by the time you listen to this, dear reader, uh, your listener, I mean, I'm reading this and it's whatever. By the time you listen to this, dear reader, or read this, dear listener. Yeah, sure. Uh, they'll be closed. Uh, I've, I've never, like, so they had a, a balloon. Like, one of their loans was getting ready to, like, have the rate reset to the current rate and yep. rather than lock it into a, a fixed rate, whatever. So they did the housing gamble that caused the housing market. Did to they crash. have an arm? Yeah, pretty they much. An arm loan? Yeah. So then arm loan and, uh, anyway, they sent a thank you out to all their customers, whatever. Uh, thank you for like contributing to the GoFundMe. It wasn't much. Um, I think the photo the they sent an email to both customers that contributed to the GoFundMe. They uh, 
they were asking for $3.2 million and they, the final tally, cause I went to look at the GoFundMe and it, it's been closed. It stopped at $25,237 raised. Um, but a quote from their press release or not press release, their Facebook message, uh, announcing this closure. Uh, thank you for believing in this and for the support to, for the GoFundMe contributions. Uh, you are the, only in caps reason why we are able to give our employees and patrons a two to three week heads up on our closure. And I'm sitting here like, no, so you were going to like squeeze every freaking drop of this, whatever, like, but thank goodness for the GoFundMe because you gave us two weeks, like notice on that's that's not how business works. No, that's not. So I mean, but like, thank good, like, thank goodness somebody took care of our employees because we weren't so, going to. So then, by that measure, <clears throat> if they had only collected twelve thousand, they would have only given a week's notice, or like thirty six thousand would have been three weeks' notice. I mean, like, right? Like you're laughing because it's so I, asinine yeah. because this is stupid as hell. Yep, it like, is. I'm just, look, I'm, I'm <clears throat> we we've been saying this for a while. Unfortunately, a lot of breweries started with the idea that we're going to be able to print money because beer is hot. Yep. And we're going to take on maybe not the smartest loans and get in, not, maybe not the smartest real estate. And we're just going to hope it's all going to play out. What? It's just like Dr. Evil. Like, like I'm just, I'm going to go put him in a room with one inept guard and I'm just going to assume it's all going we're to go to plan. Have, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> oh, meanwhile, meanwhile, bankers are like, I have a gun in my room. <laughs> I can go get that gun and I can pull the trigger. Look, I don't I don't take any pleasure in a brewery closing. I, I it sucks because people get impacted and and that's not ever anything that I'm excited about. That being said, if you're in trouble and you try to go with the GoFundMe route and you're asking for that ridiculous amount of money. And we talked about this some episodes ago. Yes. This wasn't like a normal ask. Of no, money. No. This was a ridiculous high level. Like, not only do we want to stay open, but we'd like to like replace all of our tanks and we want to buy Ferraris for all of our people. Like they're not actually saying this, of right. course. But it's just this the way it came across. The amount of money they wanted was more than just operating costs. It wasn't operating costs, it was a close out their SBA loan that was getting ready to balloon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, because wouldn't it be great if I could just have my mortgage paid off? <sighs> That would be awesome. You, you remember when I used to think it was kind of fun to like throw some trolley GoFundMe shit at you guys? Oh, yeah. This ruined it for me. This brewery stopped me from doing it forever. And that's a shame because those, I mean, a little uneven sometimes, but it was fun. It was fun, but like when I saw this and it was just, what are we even doing here? Like... You're you're you legitimately oh like because they had two breweries. This isn't just one. This is two locations. It's not like they could close one and like keep the other one going. Right. It's we are so far underwater on both of these that we're just closing the whole thing. Well, and and it's not only that, but I mean, out of the three of you, or three of us, not three of you, uh, I'm probably How much have you had to drink today? Just a little bit. I'm probably the only one that. Has been in the Ohio area, I'm assuming. I've been oh, to Ohio. Yeah. I've Look, never okay, said. So first off, the answer is yes, but also no, because Ohio does not exist. It is not a real place. 
I'm not buying into this. Birds aren't real. Birds are a government entity put on the planet to spy on us. But Ohio does not actually exist. The reason I ask is... Ohio doesn't even have a flag. See? Right there. It's a pennant. And even then, it's in quotes. So, like, you know it's not legit. The reason I ask is I spent a shit ton of time in Ohio before I moved here uh, for work. And most of that state is fairly depressed. Do you know the only thing in Akron that is worth a fuck? No. The NFL Hall of Fame. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. There is nothing else there. I thought that wasn't Canton. It's close enough. They're they're literally neighbors. <laughs> you keep saying this like Ohio exists. I'm going to ask you both. This Birds time. aren't real. The, the only thing that in I mean, Akron, I'm like, that's not even an Akron. Yeah, it's not. But they're it's close enough. I mean, they're they're fucking like. I mean, like right it's there. so fake. They even made a TV show, the Drew Carey show, like and in this like fictional place called Cleveland, Ohio. Ohio. So fake. I mean, uh, Sandusky, Ohio, you know, where Callahan Auto Parts are. <laughs> I mean, like, these are all just fake places. Yeah, you're right. I, I didn't land in Cleveland's airport, whatever it's called. I can't right. remember. Of course now. you didn't, because it doesn't exist. I landed real. in the Cincinnati airport, but I, we didn't even, like, deplane. Then how do you know it was real, man? <laughs> I have no idea. How do you know it, <laughs> it was, was real? It was snowing outside, and I'm just like... See, man, like, none of that stuff's see, real. Man. <laughs> see, man. All right, well, what's going on in Georgia? In Georgia, well, uh, we've seen a number of efforts to... So Georgia's weird, right? Let's just... let's <laughs> B- just Beyond weird. Can we just say that right now? They're, they're alcohol is, is Georgia real? We've, we've talked about... Yes. Um, yes. Because I've been to Georgia. It does exist. Okay. So we've, we've talked about Georgia a number of times. They used to have like some weird-ass loophole that if you wanted to like buy beer from a Georgia brewery, you would have to... Uh, like take a tour first, which is uh, right. Well, and even then, you couldn't buy beer directly from the brewery in Georgia for years. Yes, as as someone who like in my very early days of getting into IPA, I fell in love with Terrapin Hopsecutioner mm-hmm. and drove like an hour off the interstate to go to Athens to go to the Terrapin Brewery because I was used to how it was here in Charlotte. And we were checking everything out, and I'm like, cool, can I get, like, a crowler to go? And he's like, no. Oh, my God, Jeff, and you it, sweet it, summer child. That's right. And then I was like, all right, cool. Well, so why is that? They're like, well, we can't sell, you know, beer here. I'm like, okay, so are there places that can sell beer? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay, can you tell me where one of them are? No. No. We cannot show favoritism. I'm like, you suck. That's pretty normal. I mean, I can't recommend any contractors at work. Even though I know exactly who I would recommend. Right. Um, anyway, so Georgia is asking for a limited self-distribution. Which which is a huge step up from Jeff, what Jeff experienced back in the day. Um, in pre-COVID, and like literally, I mean, two days before the whole fucking country shut down. Yeah. I was right outside of Athens. Was going to stay the weekend. Was going to go to Creature Comforts. Was all fucking excited about it. And then I got sent home because, thanks to the Georgia beer law changes, I could have easily bought Creature Comforts at Creature Comforts. Like, I could have hung out in their tap room and had beer and been a happy boy. And then I got sent home because the country shut down. So, Georgia is slowly but surely... and, 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 you know, especially considering, like... I know we all kind of... Whatever on them, but Sweetwater is is huge. And 
and they're not bad. They're okay at best, but with the amount of money that they have and how regionally big they are, they're fucking huge. Yeah, and the fact that up until you know, if this law, which they don't need to self destroy, period, but you know, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, it might have helped. I don't know. Um, I think this is a good start. So many other... I was about to say so many other neighboring breweries have self-distribution, except I think it's only North Carolina. Because... Yeah. um, Let's see. Florida is asking for self-distribution. South Carolina, same thing. I don't know what the hell Alabama's up to. I don't really think about Alabama much. 100. Sure. Um, I don't know. Like, North Carolina is... A, a rare st- I mean hell even Virginia is experimenting with like some sort of self-distribution hybrid situation where like the state creates a distributor and like X amount of product through I mean we've talked about this on the previous they need show a fourth too tier, it sounds like pretty much so it's just bizarre that like we're still talking about like oh can I please sell my own product to like the <laughs> Bar across the street, sir. Thank you. No, I don't know. So I I will be following this because I love beer laws in uh, regressive states, which we 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 happen to be the best out of. Uh, I'm not going to make the joke, but we know what we are in North Carolina compared to the rest of the southern states. Meanwhile, Virginia's got legal weed. What the fuck? Yeah, but I can't buy it anywhere yet. Uh, <laughs> technically legal weed. I mean, technically, congratulations, except, like, they've got to set up uh, this, that, and the other. Like, I can't just drive up 77 and buy weed across the state line, at least that I know of. I would have to go all the way to D.C. for that. Oh. Which is great. I mean, oh, no, I need a reason to visit D.C., but, you know, so. Speaking, like, weed feels like a long way to go, but okay, you do you, boo. It's only six hours, and I've got a place to stay, so it's all right. Okay. They deliver. They deliver weed in D.C. That's called a drug dealer. (laughs) I mean, but it's but it's legal. Fair enough. Oh, man. I just have the title for the episode. (laughs) All right. Speaking of the South and dumb beer laws. Oh, my God. Like I I, this is one of those that I saw pop up on my feed and I was so excited. Like I my, my fingers were trembling. I was going so fast to try to put it into our our running tab. I was showing son of a bitch. Wells already has it in there. Oh, yeah, because this popped up not in my, like, beer feed that I'm following, but in my news feed. 100%. I'm like, oh, my God, this, I don't even have to, like, go looking for specialty topics. It's it's in my front page of Google. And apparently this is getting backtracked, but we're going to talk about it anyway because this was dumb as fuck. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, there's a bill filed in the state of Tennessee, in the Tennessee Senate. Tennessee. Uh the Tennessee what? Prevention of Drunk Tennessee. Driving Act. It's SB uh, 2636. Uh, Catchy as fuck. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so basically, as this bill was originally filed, there was a uh, an aspect of this law that would ban sales of cold beer. Yes, a carve-out, as it's called. You have... Th- mm. The what? No? A carve-out. Yes, they call it a carve-out in a bill. A carve-out. A carve-out. Carve-out. Yeah, carve-out. Yeah, okay, I hear you now. So, yeah, uh, 
even though like this, we're still going to talk about it anyway because my God, I get it. Like the the person who filed this bill was in an act, a head on collision years ago with a drunk driver and like still walks with a cane. Yeah, like that sucks. That a hundred percent. But you can't just say. Like, oh, wow, we need to get rid of drunk driving. Everybody agrees, right? Like, sure. nobody, yep. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and defend drunk driving. Nope. However, the solution to getting rid of drunk driving isn't just to ban sales of cold beer in convenience stores or grocery stores. So for those of you that never driven through Tennessee, a lot of, uh, a lot of convenience stores, gas stations, you stop off, you fill up, you go inside, maybe you need to you know, take care of a biological issue. Um, use maybe, the facilities, use the facilities, whatever, however clean they may be, because you can't wait for the Bucky's, the cleanest bathrooms of all time. Maybe you want some snack, maybe you need a beverage. And then you see like, they have a walk-in cooler of like refrigerated beer. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like normal people can purchase beer and not, like crack one for a roadie on the way home. <laughs> no, you don't need a roadie to get home. But it, like, so, 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 so to Wells's point, like I understand we have like, like, so you, you, you have a lawmaker that had an issue, had an accident. Like that sucks. I, I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Again, right. We can yeah. all agree drunk driving bad. Yes. You're like whatever, please, you know, be responsible with how you live your life and how you drink. And if you drive afterwards, I'm not sure that removing refrigerated beer from the convenience store is going to make a material change. This is to me, this is like saying I have diabetes, so all cold beverages should be outlawed. Yes. Or like all sugary things should be like banned from gas stations. Like, yeah, this is not going to do anything for for me. I, I look at this and I'm like, okay, cool. Like if I'm, if I have been out and this isn't anything I've ever done, but it had, I've been out and I've been drinking and I shouldn't be driving, but I stopped to get some gas and I'm like, man, I just can't possibly make it the extra 15 to 20 minutes home without another beer in my hand because I'm out. Whether it's cold or it's not cold, that's not going to change anything. Thank you. And if you were that far down that fucking rabbit hole, it doesn't matter if it's cold or warm. Yeah. Period. Right. I mean, you see, like, you hear about alcoholics, it, like, drinking uh, hand sanitizer in, like, rehab wards and shit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, that shit's real. I, I, like, I, it, it's fucking terrifying and it's real. And I don't understand. I understand the logic behind this. I do. Yeah. But then I don't because. You're cutting your nose off despite your face. You're penalizing 99% of the population for 1% of the mistakes. Yes. Now, does that save if it, and so I can understand the other side of it saying like, but if it saves one life, it's worth it. Nope. Okay, cool. Well, in that case, like let's just make everything illegal to to manufacture. Right. Like Tennessee is now a state where there is no alcohol there is no tobacco. There is no caffeine. Yep. Anything that could possibly alter you in the slightest, no longer allowed. Yep. Good luck, Tennessee. Yeah. No no more sugar, because sugar can alter you too. Damn so. straight. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'm come at you like spider monkey. 
So it's not just this. And the, the original article that I had posted and then like deleted because they took that provision out. This, uh, this article keeps going about um, bars and restaurants uh, would need to... Uh, basically, you would need to prove to a place that is serving you that uh, you have a Lyft or an Uber or some sort of like situate, like there would be a cap on the number of drinks that they could sell like per person rather than using like best judgment practices. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that point. I actually feel like this is something we are going to get into at some point down the road. That I feel like should be a fucking thing everywhere. Period. You go to a bar. If a bartender notices that you're overserved, that should be it for you. Well, it should be it for me. If I'm overserved, if I'm showing that I'm overserved, yes, cut me off 100%. But for me to go in and be like, hi, I would like to purchase one alcohol, please. Yeah. And, and okay. here right. is like my drive home, or here is my DD, or here is my plan. Yeah, it's a and bit much. That's, that's, that's like, how are you going to enforce that? That's like, Danny State And here I am, like, oh, yeah, I just like took the light rail down here and I'm going to take the light rail back. Wanted to see proof of that. Man, I don't know. I haven't bought a ticket for my ride back yet. Like, what are you talking about? And what's that going to do to all the, like, Uber Lyft drivers who now, like, oh, hey, cool, I got a fare. Oh, and it's canceled. Right. Exactly. Yep. Somebody was just trying to prove themselves to a bar, I guess. Or, or, I mean, beyond that. Okay, I I can show you that I have the Lyft or the Uber app on my phone. Cool. What does that do? The the way that would be is to... like mandate uh, breathalyzers on ignition switches. Like, well, it is for- Tennessee, and they do drive a lot of Dodge Rams. Oh God! I just, uh, I just lost our entire contingent in the Tennessee area. You know, did. both of them. So more about this, and you know, think about like the craft beer industry. Think about temperature being an enemy of beer. Yes, uh, but if the beer's been pasteurized. It's not like it's a little bit more shelf stable at room temperature. So if breweries, convenience stores, grocery stores, whatever, are unable to stock beer uh, cold, what would that do to the Tennessee craft beer industry? That's going to kneecap it. Yeah. I mean, if, if I walk into a brewery and I'm like, I want a four pack of, of this like hazy IPA that's at room temperature sitting on your shelf uh, it's it's just going bad by the second. I don't know. This is this is an anti jobs bill. It is. It is at the end of the day. And and again, no disrespect to the lawmaker that had a personal trauma. I completely understand that. But this is such a shot out of the cannon broadside to try to cut everything off that makes zero sense. So it's kind of like when, God, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to, I'm going to start some fires here and I'm going to apologize in advance. But bad shit happens and suddenly it's, we need to restrict everyone because of the mistakes of one person. Whether it's beer, whether it's guns. Yep. Now, that being said, I would gladly put out there that we don't need access to 
high ABV beer at the gas station. Right. <laughs> like, if I'm going in and I'm like, mm, let's see, what am I going to get to? Uh, what's cold? Oh, hey, a 13% barley wine. Let's go. Roadie time, baby. Honestly, show me a gas station <laughs> serving 13% barley wine. And I mean, it. Well, show, got show a new me. Gas show, show me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but point being like, you know, it doesn't necessarily make sense to cut everything off. But like understanding what, what should be reduced makes sense. Yeah. I don't know that cutting out cold beer is going to solve the problem. Yes. No, it won't. Because they'll switch the liquor. No. Oh, my God. You just well, put or, a... or not only that, but like Jeff said earlier. They'll just drink warm beer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, show of hands. Have, have either of you ever drank warm beer? Oh, look at shit. The whole... So the um, other week, I really wanted a divine barrel of uh, comfort in darkness can. By the way, dear listener, all three of us had our hands raised. Oh, yeah. But I, yeah. Well, I wasn't getting I hadn't gotten to that. So it just opened it. Like, there's a can. It's on the fridge. Done. Yeah. It's delicious. There was a time post high school, pre legal drinking, where one of our friends had access to shitty beer and we would drink it warm. Because that lessened the, the opportunity for being caught. I'm here to say, cold or warm, if somebody wants to drink and drive, they're going to drink and drive. It's yes. like, I, I'm, I understand, like, let's not make it easier. But taking away cold beer hurts the majority of responsible adults. Or forcing you to, like you said, uh, Oh, I ordered a lift. Oh, wait, no, I have to cancel it now as a, you know, not only is that driver out money, I'm probably charged because you're charged if you cancel your lift. Yeah. So I'm charged. My rating takes a hit. This it, is this is dumb written all yeah. over it. it. It's it's unfortunate that people suck. It is. It is. Absolutely. People make poor decisions with their lives. They are the ones that have to live with that decision. Yeah. And it's not- I shouldn't have to. Because I made a bad decision, I shouldn't have to have you two punished for it. That 100%. makes zero sense to me. Exactly, exactly. You know, your your baggage and your weight that you have carried shouldn't be transferred onto us. Yeah. You wouldn't want that. No. But I, also I, I wouldn't like, ask for it and I wouldn't expect it. But also like like this doesn't this doesn't fix it. This no. doesn't change anything. No, it would not change any behaviors at all. If if you if it's you are brave enough to drive drunk, you're brave enough to do it. Period. If you're End brave enough to drive drunk, it's not a matter of like like you're not going through and say, oh well, shit, they don't have any bush light cold. I guess I'm not drinking anymore on the way home. No, you're gonna find something else. Yep. It's not a matter of what. It's a matter of what else. Yep. It's a it's a tier list of well if they don't have my beer cold I'll take my beer warm they don't have my beer warm I'll take some other beer cold they don't have that I'll take some other beer warm all right cool I'm in yep what can I get yep and if I can't buy beer cold then maybe I'll just buy like liquor at room temperature yeah yep. and and so what's next like are we gonna have to microwave fucking bottles of liquor to make them too hot to drink on the <laughs> way home from the store like which then at the same time what's too hot. Exactly, because suddenly I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy a bag of ice from I mean, this I, thing I, over here. I, I love a hot toddy. But exactly. I mean, yeah, and I've been mean, at that point, you know, like I'm going to stop in the Bucky's. I'm going to get like 12 pounds of ice for 33 cents. 
And then like I'm all, I'll like I'll just I'll sit here and I'll wait for ten minutes. Right. I'll drink yeah. a warm one, and then after that, yeah, n- n- this this had bad news written and dumb it's ideas written like, all like, over. For real, it. Like it's it's one of those things where <clears throat> I, I respect I respect where the representative is coming from, trying to make a positive change. I I, I do, I truly do respect yes, that. One hundred percent. This the, it was the wrong way to go about way. it. Yeah, wrong way to go about it. This is. More likely, what happened to this individual, and he's taking that on everybody else. Yep. And again, like I, I hope I'm never in that kind of an accident. I hope none of my family's ever in that kind of an accident. Yep. It's a bad deal. Yeah, totally. So Wells, I yes. saw this. I saw this story too, and uh-huh. I, I feel like this is actually going to be a fun conversation for a lot of people, especially if we can get some guests then that would be willing to talk about this. But, um, I'm very curious and, and, and I'll kind of lead in with this. Um, I am very familiar with what an NDA or a non-disclosure agreement is. Did you working in the brewing industry? Never, 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 never. I've never had to sign an NDA in any job that I've had. Okay, so there has been a kind of an upswell about breweries that are kind of enforcing these NDAs, which I have seen it, and I know it's going to sound as a weird correlation, but it happens in the wrestling world too, where you were forced to sign it, and, and then not in the way that you are thinking of. No, I have no idea where this is going. No, 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 not in the Vince Man is a dirty, creepy weirdo. Oh, um, oh, I got Because he is. He is. But you, as a wrestler, typically sign a non-compete because you worked for the WWE, yeah. and you're not allowed to go out to the indie circuit or go to AEW for a certain amount of time because you were a hot property at one point in the WWE, and now you're not because you have a three- or six-month, as they basically call it, cooling off period yep to where you're not as popular so you can't catch that lightning in a bottle and become more popular yep from a brewer's perspective this is where i guess i'm a little confused about non-competes yes because is it like if it's a hot sales rep then it doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the day right that sales rep is it they may be specialized in beer, but they're a sales rep. Salespeople typically can sell shit, period. But, yeah. but typically with a sales rep, regardless of the industry, the non-compete has to do with you're not allowed to sell your existing clients. Yes. So if you are selling for, let's say, Triple C, and then you switch over to Divine Barrel, you're not allowed to go after those same clients. Those Triple C's. Because you have relationships gotcha. built. Yeah. That's kind of the like intellectual property, if you will, okay. of your previous owner. Oh, okay. Now, previous, uh, uh, okay. Now that makes a little bit more sense. So is that is that kind of what we're seeing this, this groundswell of is people that were selling at Brewery A and now are going to Brewery B, or is it the brewers? This is... This article is basically directed at Boston Beer Company. This okay. this is aimed at uh, Boston Beer, uh, Sam Adams, uh, because they have the most aggressive uh, history fortitude. of of going after previous employees. They ask them to sign a one year one year non compete. How? Should have read this article. I, I didn't realize it was that long. A year. That's what she said. That's unfair. The, 
I mean, if if the fucking WWE says, John Cena, you're the hottest wrestler on the face of the planet. You're going to fucking have a cooling off period of six months. Yep. He can't it, see that. It, nobody can see him for six months or ever. I can't see him now. But a year? That's insane. So the problem is like a lot of things. An NDA gets created or like a severance package gets presented and most employees don't understand their rights and what they're allowed to challenge. Yes, that is true. And and so, you know, what's rich about this entire story here is, I'm sorry if I'm going to steal your thunder, Wells. No, I mean, go go ahead, please. There was a, a rep that had worked for Boston Bear, Sam Adams, Mm -hmm. who then went to work for anchor. Correct. Mike, you got that right, right? Yep. Yeah, you did. And Boston Beer, Sam Adams, was very unhappy about this and made this comment about how it's not, a, or, or filed a suit and, you know, it's not okay because, you know, they learned everything they learned. Everything they know about beer, they learned from us. We taught the rep everything he knows about the beer business, end quote. And then the anchor CEO, whatever, came out and had a very, like, such a great clap back. I'm I've got let it. Wells read it. You ready? For Please. more than 40 years, Anchor Brewing has set the standard for open and collegial collaboration among the fraternity that is American craft brewing. Anchor finds it is ironic that Boston Beer feels its training is so special and unique. We think they must have short memories of the time they spent here at Anchor gaining firsthand knowledge of how craft beer was working. Basically, we were doing the shit long before you. We showed you what to do, and you're suing us. Wow. I feel like somebody needs a little salve for that burn because yeah. that was that was pretty like it's so great when somebody can come back and be like, yeah, no. That was a that was a clap back. And they settled out of court. Unfortunately, we don't know what the terms of that were. Right. But we've seen this a number of times since. Uh Summit Brewing out of Minnesota. Uh sued some uh, former employees uh, about trade secrets supposedly being sold to Surly. Uh, We've seen Toppling Goliath uh, filing, like trying to block a a brewer from taking a job a hundred miles away. There there, there was that time where somebody from Surly went to Three Floyds and that was a big deal. It wasn't in this article, but I remember that being a thing. Like, Like, so on one hand, I get it. As a brewer... You want to be protective of your recipes. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're going to train somebody how to make beer, like that's a general thing. Like you can't, like if you're a restaurant, you can't be upset. Like, hey, we're that that new brunch spot. And now our one of our chefs has left and they're going to go make eggs somewhere else. <gasps> like, yeah. get get over yourself. You either need to be good at like if they're making your same beer at the new location, that's not okay. Yeah. Recipe recipe, recipe theft, that's intellectual property. That Correct. that that should not be stolen. But if you just taught me like a better way of like spraying out a fermenter, I don't even I, I'm just using that as an example. It's not it even is, a good one. It's just people who aren't good enough at their jobs being worried about things they shouldn't be worried about. Exactly. So yeah, I I went through this whole article and I 
I typically pull interesting points. I was on, I was just going to be copy and pasting this whole article. Like I don't have one thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about everything. All the things. And you know, dear listener, if you were to become a dear reader, uh, please check out this article. Uh, when brewers enforce non-competes, uh, Good Which job by Vine Pear. I mean, like for so many of the Vine Pear articles that we're like, yeah, this is shitty Vine Pear material. This, this, this is a good article. Yep. Yeah. E- every word is worth reading. And uh, I will go on record saying non-competes are bullshit. Plain 100%. And simple. Plain and simple. Again, I, I highly believe that intellectual property should be protected. IP and, is and, one thing. Non-competes are different. Yeah. Yeah. So you taught me how to do something. Like... There's no. Are you going to give me a lobotomy to like delete that memory from my brain? Yeah. Of, Do of you like, have the memory? Of, th- this is not. Yeah, thingy? this is not Men in Black. This is not Total Recall. Meanwhile, like, you know what? Here's the thing. You. No matter where you go, they're going to do things differently, and they're yeah. going to appreciate some of the good stuff that you bring, but they're going to like maybe pretend to care about all the rest of the bullshit. Yeah, because. At the end of the day, like you have to be able to be your own company. You're bringing somebody in because they have skill. Like, okay, so let's, we'll talk about um, our friend at Heist. He's very good. He learned how to barrel age beer from another brewery. Well, before he learned how to barrel age beer at that brewery, it was another brewery. And point being, does somebody look at him and say, you're not allowed to barrel age beer because you learn how to barrel age yeah, beer from because, us? Yeah, because yeah. we taught you. That's yeah. not, that's like, that, like, that's not intellectual property. No. A recipe, 100%. Yes. But like, again, basics on how to do things or how to sell, like. Yeah, I, IP is go. one thing. Non-compete is completely yeah. different. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, they're bullshit. Quite possibly the last Sam Adams beer that I'll ever buy was that bottle of Utopias. Hey, hey. All right. Well, I am dying oh my. For, for the takes on this one. So I hate this. I hate this article so much. Let's go. Hey, is it like, um, so here, here's, here's my first take. Is it uh, 2015 again? Maybe. Okay. Article reads, cartoons on an IPA can? Question mark. These New Hampshire teens say frothy beer labels need to sober up. Oh, boom, boom. Okay, so boo on the editor for coming up with this. But Was it Shauna Mulway tweet? I just want to know. Just asking for a friend. So basically, a group of kids from a local 4-H group are raising a stink in the state of New Hampshire because they take umbrage with cartoons and drawings being on beer labels alleging that they uh, target children. So, so no, they, they do have a... Uh, a beer called Finding Any IPA, mm-hmm. which we have a picture of in the in the article. You of, could you could make a wild leap and say it kind of looks like Finding Nemo because it has the word Finding in it. I can make fi- an even wilder leap. This is fucking IP theft. Oh yeah, sure, sure, but that's not the issue. Yeah, but the actual IP theft isn't at issue here, Josh. That's my fucking issue with But that's it. not there. These teens have a real gripe, man. Fuck off, kids. No cap. <laughs> this is sus. They need to deal with it. They are uh, pushing for legislation that would back 
uh, basically ban cartoons, toys, or fictional characters that like might confuse or appeal to kids. Yeah, I'm 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 sorry. Uh, don't have a small child anymore, but I'm pretty sure no kid is gonna look at a beer that says "Finding." Any IPA. Any IPA. No hey. kid is paying $20 for a four-pack of beer, period. Right. No kid is able to buy beer. Allegedly, in theory. Because yes. we have checks and balances on this. So, yeah. I, like, one of those checks and balances, I would call physical proximity. Hey, have you ever seen a soda can with this type of imagery on it? Number one, the answer is no. No. Number two, if you did, let's just say for the sake of argument, there's a, a soda out there that had a, this kind of cartoon stuff on it. Um, it would be, I know this is crazy, in the soda aisle, which is completely separate from the beer aisle. And not only that, but would have probably been stricken down for copyright infringement years ago. Also, like, odds are, if you have any sort of retail establishment... When this gets scanned, you know what happens? Big pop on the screen. ID check. check ID. Yep. I mean, I don't know about you boys, but everywhere I go, well, I mean, maybe not everywhere, but most places, if uh, thankfully I have enough gray that I don't look like I'm uh, 21. <laughs> but uh, still, period. At the end of the store, at the end of the day, like if I go to to the theater and I grab some beer. I can't get out of that screen until nope. somebody comes right. over and says, yes, you're 21. And yeah. they don't even look anymore. Like, like that's yeah. how old I am at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. they don't even bother looking at it. It's like, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. you're fucking old. Yeah. I got this. Click, 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 click. What, but still, that act has to happen. That's right. Um, I don't know, like, what's if wrong with there's a Hampshire? small child putting a four-pack of finding an IPA up there, I'm pretty sure, at least hopefully, that cashier is going to go, nah, dog. This feels like the kind of thing where uh, you've got a bunch of uh, high school girls who are, they need to be upset about something. And this is what they're upset about. And there's no real reason that this needs to be the thing, but maybe they were, they tried to like sneak it and it didn't work out. And they were like, oh, um, um, well, we were only buying it because um, like, uh, like uh, I think it was it looked like Nemo. And so like we're kids and uh, we wanted to buy this drink that was about Nemo. Yeah. Who is straight up putting the, this idea in these kids heads? Because it it's not just going to stop there. I mean, we have it's not just like, oh, cartoons on labels are going to like make kids buy alcohol. What about and we've had on the show um, hanging Frank. A hard Mountain Dew. Yep. yep. Um, now we haven't had th- not your father's root beer. We haven't had these, um, but like Monster does a hard version for yep. sure, which I've seen and threatened y'all, uh, threatened y'all with. Yep. You have. Uh, we have Spiked Sunny D. We have uh, Ego Waffle Liqueur. Uh, so Spindrift has their own spiked version. So are all these places going to have to like stop serving? No, they're they're aiming straight at cartoon labels and most states i mean we already have label checks at the federal and the state level yep Yep. uh so somebody at the federal government has to be like okay cool uh here's your label that you want to submit he had a super cool name like army something didn't he i can't remember well he died but yes yeah yeah yeah. oh that's right right. because because the thing was like and i and when i said is it like 2015 is because back in the day 
Founders Breakfast Stout yes. had the baby on the cover, yep. or on the label, and it had Which to be removed. In one state, though. Right. And that was just in one state. Because was it New like, Hampshire? Because were they, these well, these chicks were probably like 2015, so that's... Uh, they weren't even born Nine yet. years ago, so they were like five. Yeah. <laughs> but again... Where in the world are these teenagers going to see cartoon art on cans unless they're in the liquor aisle? Or at which, a bottle shop. In which case, I'm going to say, like, well, where are your parents? Right. Maybe you should be grounded instead. So, yeah, this is this is one of the dumbest things that I've seen. Like, oh, you're... like. So is it saying that like cartoons are solely the domain of children? No. Because I love cartoons. I love animated things. There's plenty of animated cartoon content out there for adults. Uh-huh. So like now or like, oh, cool. We can't have anything that's animated that because that would appeal to somebody that's under the age of 18. And going to piss off all the weebs. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> this this. <laughs> I just broke Wells. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. My point is, this is stupid. This law is stupid, and these kids are stupid. Fucking. This, kids. this feels like a, like a scene from some like high school movie where the like hip and trendy ish teacher makes her students go out and fight against some cause, and this is the cause. Like they don't believe in it; they're just doing it for a grade. Right. And I just like it's so dumb. It's a 4-H club. Yeah, I was gonna say it was. It's four H cup. I I know four H kids. They're fucking dorks. They're straight up dorks. Wow. <laughs> I was a four H kid. Damn, I really was not. I was about to say, were you really? No. I I would be surprised if you were. And I mean, I was a fucking dork, dude. I had a Pokemon T-shirt in high school, and those kids were dork dorkier than I was. You still was. have a Pokemon T-shirt? I was gonna say he said was. What's mm. In my Star Wars shirt, cards. But no, no, this is you yeah, need to the, grow up and get flannel, bro. Yeah, I know, right? This is just ridiculous. When I saw this story, I was beating my head against the keyboard, going, "Why is this a thing?" Because <sighs> people have too much time on their hands and need something to be mad at. I think Jeff's, you know, what Jeff said is is apt. This is probably like some teacher or their 4-H club leader and their weird fucking thing and they're like, these kids are like, whatever, I'll do it. If it, yep, if, sure. if it gets me out of yeah. this trip. I got a grade? Right, yeah, right. cool. <laughs> Alright. Are we ready for break? Yep. Do it, bro. We'll be back at 30. Hit the button, Josh. Wells. How does that work? Oh, we're doing button away? We are. All right, cool. How does that work, Wells? Sorry, I was uh, stretching. Uh, We've been drinking beer throughout the course of the show, and we're going to tell you what we think about it uh, using a very simple system. Would we buy it or would we not buy it? Jeff, kick us off. So, fun fun story. Uh, Last weekend was up in the uh, Raleigh, Chapel Hill, Durham area. 
and the triangle area, right, if right. You will. And, and if, if you recall, a few episodes back, we were talking about Sam's Bottle Shop and how it was closing. Yeah. And we were up there, and uh, I, I, we, we made okay. Like I, I should have talked about this on what, what have you been doing? Um, did you go? Did you make the pr- I, I, I did, so, so I so I did some stuff, right? So uh, it was my, my daughter's birthday weekend ish, and uh, we went to this place like Starlight Mead uh, uh, has a has a, a, a facility, and then there's this like weird sort of like complex right next to it that it's like. It's all like food trucky and like there's a brewery there and it's all kind of, it's a little crunchy, but like still super cool. Um, and so we went and checked all of that out and then uh, on our way back, I'm like, Hey, look, Sam's bottle shop is literally five to 10 minutes away from your apartment. It's like across the, like you just drive over the highway and like, we, I, like I need to go. Little did I remember that was their actual last day open. <laughs> oh. So I pulled in the parking lot. I walk into the shop and like all of the, like literally they have no beer for sale. It's just stuff upstairs for like draft and whatever. But, but I got like, I actually went in there and would have been a super cool place. I hate to see it go, whatever. <laughs> I never went. Um, but you know, because when you have a child who is in college, it's the, oh, hey, we're in town. Do you need groceries? And then you end up buying a lot of groceries. And so while I was there, um, I got this six pack of a uh, brewery called R&D, Raleigh, Durham, if you will. Uh, R&D Brewing. This is their Seven Saturdays Modern IPA. Um, and I kind of enjoy it. It's just a nice, like, low key IPA, it's not hazy, it's not juicy, it's just, um, I just enjoy it. It's a buy for me. Wells, that's an IPA? I thought it was a fucked up Pilsner. Straight up. Uh, no buy. Uh, it, it's just out of balance, and maybe because I was, it's it's not hoppy enough for an IPA, or it's not hoppy enough for an IPA, but it's too hoppy to be a Pilsner. I didn't like it. Mm. Josh. Mm. <laughs> that was a that was a total Wells noise. Mm. Dad noises. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, there's hops here, but it's not an like this doesn't present as an IPA to me. It, it presents more as a pale, I would say. Nah. All nah. right, fair. Um, I I don't have a problem with this um i wouldn't necessarily buy it i don't necessarily enjoy it but i also don't think this is like some weird pilsner it is a very light ipa um there is a little because i just did a live taste there's a little bit on the back where i'm getting some hot bite out of it um yeah i mean i'm not mad at it i wouldn't kick it out of bed for eating crackers but i don't think i would buy it I would absolutely kick a fucking can of beer out of my bed if it eats anything, because what is a can of beer doing eating? That's all I got. Fair point. No more samples for Wells. Next beer up. Next beer up uh, from Other Half. Thanks, Josh. This is Green Flowers, a double dry hopped West Coast India pale ale. This is my favorite Other Half beer of all time. Full stop. What? 100%. Um... Citrus Strata Idaho 7 Amarillo Cryo. It's a West Coast IPA from a brewery that Josh only buys their hazy shit from. I heart this beer a lot. 
Big, huge ass buy. Wow. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to no buy this one as well because. Are you? Are you broken? Maybe, maybe. There just isn't is that enough stick coming to keep out your me, ass again? There just isn't enough for me to like be interested in this. It's it's clean, but this is like a dressed up pilsner again. No way. Josh. Did your palate get wrecked from the last show? I'm confused. I like, wanna wreck it. I don't know, man. Like this is I, I am floored with this. Like from for all the soft beer that we have had from other half. This is like a kick in your ass. Like, hey, we can make a good, solid, fucking bullshit hazy West Coast. I, I'm very surprised that this is what it is. Yeah. Like, um, I, hate, I, I, I definitely did not know this was another half beer. Okay. Like 100%. This does not present like any it beer You're that right. I've ad- ever had from other half. However, and I, I think, kind of expected a little bit more oomph to a West Coast offering. And this is super easy drinking, but I don't really want super easy drinking in my West Coast IPAs. I want a little bit you want of, a bitter, of a bitter challenge. Right. Not, not, not a whole bunch. I'm not saying like blow my back out with 130 IBUs, but like, you know, maybe 60 would be good. Oh, the thousand IBUs. Jesus. IBU. I, I mean, for other half doing their expression of this style, like, holy shit. I stand by what I said. Yeah. This is my favorite other half beer. Uh, so Am I saying it's my favorite West Coast IPA? Absolutely not. If the next time I do an order. If, yeah, I'm in. If, 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 yeah, if yeah, it's I'm in. in, I'll let you know. I'll, 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 I'll pick a couple cans off you. I'll let you know. All right, next beer up. Next beer up. Um, so when uh, a few months back... When I was in Bozeman, Montana, I had the opportunity to uh, visit a brewery called Mountains Walking, which uh, for whatever reason in my head, I couldn't keep it straight. I always called it Walking Mountains. My boss made fun of me for that. Yeah. But uh, when when I got all of the Treehouse beer from him yes. in trade, uh, he also sent this can of Mountains Walking's Hazy IPAs. He loves him some Hazy IPAs. Bless him. Um, this is a hazy IPA, correct? Um, it is. It is not my jam. Wells. So it's a no buy. Wells, <laughs> it's weird. So hazy IPA, not very hazy, not very thick, viscous looking. Haze wise, like yeah, it's got a little bit of haze to it, but it doesn't have. Like a visible body. It's got a similarly light body like the two previous IPAs before this, but I'm at least not bored with this. This has some flavor. It's got a nice little uh, twist to the hops note. Uh, I like this one. Well, I would say a lot. And just, <laughs> and I like this one and amount. Definitely more than the other two. So I'll buy it. Josh. Uh, I mean, you're going to call this a hazy and it's not a hazy. Like, it's not soft. It doesn't have a body to it. Uh, but I can't see through it. Yeah, that's just called lazy brewing. Yes. 
Guess this, it didn't add enough flour to the recipe, right, Jeff? Hey, or oatmeal. This, this is, I mean, it's not a bad expression of the style of beer. Um, especially, I'm assuming, in Bozeman, Montana. This probably is one of the only expressions of the style of beer. I mean, there's a couple of breweries in Bozeman. Um, I will tell you that Mountains Walking, if you're like, if you happen to go to Bozeman, like, so you, you've watched Yellowstone. They hate it when you bring that up, by the way. Nope. But you want to go to Bozeman, you want to go see Montana State, whatever the case may be, you, you owe it to yourself to go to Mountains Walking. One of the highlights of my visit there, so much that I went twice okay. in the week. Wow. The food is great. The beer is fantastic. Full stop. What kind of food? All kinds of food. So we not had, just pizza. Not words. just pizza. Like we we had the pizza. The pizza was good. We had sandwiches. We had fried Brussels. We had wings. Like... We tried all kinds of stuff. It was all great. And nice. it made like it was one of those moments where I had this like kind of aha, like we don't have a spot like that in Charlotte. You can argue Old Mech has a, a pretty solid restaurant menu. But outside of that, like where where else can you go and have a good like variety of, of food options? Triple C has Izzy's, I was, I was has about to tell truck. you, my friend, uh, they arguably probably have one of the best Nashville hot chicken sandwiches sure. in town. Tri- Triple C has Izzy's. Wooden Robot has their little food truck thing. You know, I, like that's all great. But but this was an act like Zintite. this was closer to Old Mex. Like it's a full Actual, restaurant like menu. restaurant style. Yeah, yeah it's not something you. separate. That's a separate food truck, a separate entity. Okay, it's all built into the same place. You order your beer. By the way, I want the fried Brussels. I want the uh, macaroni and cheese. Bring me a pizza and also some wings. And it all they're all bangers. I mean, if you like German food and German beer, my friend, I could tell you about a little place called Gilda that does all of that and makes some good-ass food and good-ass German beer. As long as they're still here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, final beer up? Final beer up. Um, I, every, I feel like every like six months or so, I find myself in the big box, the total big box store. Zoom tied it a third time. I know, right? And... Um, Every now and then I stumble, it's, it's all gone. Yeah, we killed it. Yeah, I, I tried to help you all out, and then you drank it all too damn fast. And then I stumble into some fun stuff every once in a while. The stuff that you wouldn't normally find in your regular, like, fancy pants bottle shop. And it's because, like, they don't carry Boulevard. Nobody does around here anymore. Big box store does. And so when I saw this, it caught my eye because it was in their four pack of their limited release. Yeah, like, the little smokestack series. Smokestack, yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. It's not the smokestack bottle, but same basic idea. Yeah, yeah, same basic idea. But this is Boulevard's Rested Reserve, a double barrel-aged, weeded imperial stout. And and I, and I remember seeing that, and I was just like, mm, yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. I'll grab one of these. And then I had one, I was shopping for a friend for his birthday and I was just like, it was kind of spur of the moment. I'm like, well, I'm close to this. I'll stop it and see what they got. And got him, uh, I got him a, a four pack of this and one of the uh, Westbrook, um, the barrel aged one that I was texting you about. No, no, no. The, the one where it's like their cuvee of like eight different oh, barrel aged yeah. beers, whatever that was. But, um, this is a weeded imperial stout. It's been in bourbon and rye casks. Um, 
12 year rye whiskey barrels as a finisher. This beer slaps as you like to say, the kids like to say, um, no cap, not sus for our, for our, for real, for real on God. This beer is awesome. Um, so much so that I went back and I got kind of panicked because I didn't remember exactly where on the shelf it was. And I thought they had sold out. Uh, and I was like, I have to get another four pack because I had already gifted a couple of bottles and I need, like, I want some more Then I need, like, I, need, I feel like Josh needs to get one of these too. And I'm like panicking. Then I'm like, oh, there it is. This is a great, one of the few breweries outside of revolution that I feel like anytime they put out an Imperial stout, it's just great. Yeah. I shouldn't say they're in my top 10. How about that? There are, there are at least 10 breweries that they put Imperial Stout out. I know it's going to be good. This is one of them. It's excellent. Big buy. Wells? Couldn't disagree more. Where's the body? Where's the mouthfeel on this? I'm bored. Like and Yeah, and, so and I, like there's your show title right there, Josh. I'm bored, says Wells. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, I think this had decent flavors, but if I can like... Think about pouring this beer in a glass, an Imperial Stout, double-barreled Imperial Stout. And if I could, like, take this thing down in, like, four sips, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not poorly made. The flavors are good. It's just that, like, there's no joy in me drinking this. I am aggressively no-buying it. Josh. If you're interested in joining the uh, Crap Beer Cast, we're taking new applicants. <laughs> Contact at crapbeercast.com if you'd like to get a hold of us. Or hate or mail. Hate mail. Uh, also, uh, patreon.com slash craftbeercast is where you can reach out to us. Twitter or x.com at cbcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash craftbeercast. If you'd like to be a new host because we're ejecting wells after this episode, I feel like. There's no... I was speaking for Josh on this. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. I mean, I... I... All right, so there is a little bit of homerism here. There always is when it comes to Boulevard beers. Of course. After what we had last weekend, and you've got a bottle, I donated two of those bottles that are double-barreled to the show. Yes, those are some big boys. They, they, You know what you're drinking. Yes. You're right in that you don't really know what this is. But... I don't see that as a bad thing. This is fucking delicious. It, it, I, I am kicking myself that I was easily able to drink this second sample that Jeff gave me. Like, that's to me a good sign of a beer that is not challenging me to the point where I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, man. This is fucking good. And, and, I, and I will say, as, as a counterpoint, these these uh, uh, Fauna Flora beers that you're you're speaking of the double barrel Fauna Flora beers yes at a seven fifty yes were thirty five dollars yes this four pack of twelve ounce bottles was under twenty economies Ooh. of scale uh, and, and that's and that's for, just it that, for starters like, economies of scale but but two I bet you this beer tastes twice as good as that I don't I don't. It, it, I, mm. So therefore, it's twice. It's worth it for me to to 
pay the upcharge sure. where I have sure. exactly what I'm after when it comes to a double barreled stout. And, and that's, these are not the same. No, 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 no. They're they're and, and I wouldn't try to compare them as being the same. Like it's having a true smaller scale craft brewery that is making a special double barrel aged stout. Like it's never going to compare to someone the size of Boulevard yeah. that's putting stuff on the, the shelves of total wine. It's, it's never, it's never going to be the same. That said at a 20, it's, it's kind of like trying to compare Boulevard's rye on rye to revolutions, rye way to heaven. They are, Similar, they are not the same. Right. But sometimes what is on the shelf is what you can get access to. This is not a bad beer. No, I am not mad at this at all. Um, and, and Jeff, I will go along with that statement of echelon of trust, I guess I could call it, with Boulevard, sure. where if it's a smokestack beer, I'm going to trust it. It doesn't mean yeah. I may necessarily like enjoy it or even love it, but... They have earned my implicit trust, period, full stop. I really do like this beer. It yeah. is a little thin, but... But it's also... But at the same time, it's 12%. Yeah. So, you know, like, you can drink this 12% beer and not feel like you need a nap. Yeah. That Fauna Flora that's at 15%, we'll see. We'll see when we get there. Uh, but no, Maybe I will, an insulin shot. <laughs> I will absolutely buy this. Uh, this is delicious. Well, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? All right. So we're at the end of our recording, and we're going to tell you what we think of all the beers that we've been sampling. What's the what? Like, there has to be a winner. What's the one beer that we want on tap uh, on our theoretical or real home kegerator? Jeff, kicks off. I, you know, as opposed to the last episode, I actually bought a handful of things. Um, I, I absolutely adore that other half, Green Flowers, but that Boulevard just hits me in the right spot. Like yeah. sometimes, like, and, and, and I hear what you're saying, Wells, your points are absolutely valid. I'm not going to discount them, but I don't always want like a teeth coating stout. I just wanted more barrel from a double barreled beer. Sure. I get it. I get it. That said, whether it's whatever it's calling itself, I think it's a fantastic rest of reserve for me. Wells, what are you tapping? I only uh, I only bought one grazing clouds. That'll be the one I tap. Josh. I mean, the Homer in me, of course, is has gotta go. Although that other half beer is That's green flowers. Fantastic. I, I that is definitely one of those that is on my radar now. If it's in the little lineup when I can order it, it will be in rotation a hundred percent. But yeah, I mean, like if you've got opportunity to get that again, I mean, I, I definitely would love to sit down with a full can or two of these yeah, and, definitely. and really enjoy it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let both of you know the next time I decide to do one of these orders and not just like, Hey guys, I did this again without telling you. Surprise. You just get to deal with all Surprise. the beers that I order. Although to be fair, Super size. Most most of the time, they don't have a whole lot of selection, so sure. it's basically like I make a case and I might have missed a beer. Yeah, no, no, like like in, in and I feel like that's where we were those treehouse beers. Like it was just this is what's available, whether it's everything we wanted or not. Yeah, whatever. Right, exactly. It's all good. 
All right, Jeff, where are you on the show? Where are we at? Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Find links to our old stuff. We've talked about all the other links, Patreon and Facebook and whatnot. X.com. Send Josh some X-Vids, I guess. Wells, can they find Only you anywhere? Only if it's X-Vids Red. I would love to send Josh some X-Vids, but apparently they are like location locked in North Carolina. No, that's only Pornhub. It's not just only Pornhub. Anyway, you can find me uh, at All The Wells on Instagram. Uh, that's about it. Josh, where are you? Uh, besides right here, don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody. You've been listening to us for 10 plus years and 500 plus episodes. Word of mouth means a lot to us. And other than that, we will talk to you all next Thursday.